The following program has been made possible by a grant from Smithville. More information can be found at smithville.com and is partially underwritten by Vornholt and Associates. They're located at 170 North Perry Road in Plainfield, and their phone number is 317-996-7767. Good evening, I'm Shane Ray, and it's that time of year again. Yes, in the background you can hear the Hendrick Civic Theater actors getting ready for uh, a little preview for you for their Christmas play. And uh, we're going to be talking with them in just a bit. But the play is called I'll Be Home for Christmas. I'll be home for Christmas You can plan on me Please have snow And mistletoe And presents on the tree Christmas Eve will find me program by hearing from one of the characters, Howard. As the play is set in World War II era San Francisco, Howard begins to talk about the importance of the radio. Land's sake. I tell you, the problem with this new technology, the radio, is that you bring it into your home and then it starts to take over your entire life. Like right now, this is about the only time of the day that I can get myself alone with the radio. Other than that, there's always fighting going on. Somebody wants to listen to the Green Hornet, and somebody comes in, they want to listen to Jack Benny, and then every five or 10 minutes, they're breaking in with a news bulletin about what's going on overseas. See, right now, the entire family is downstairs, and they're probably inviting the entire apartment complex to Thanksgiving dinner. Well, I I hope they stay down there a while because I want to listen to my program, which is the preview for the Christmas program of 1941. We return you now to Hollywood. But now you've gotten a little preview of Howard and how much he likes the radio. However... He is constantly interrupted, as we will hear. Well, I told you my time alone with the radio wouldn't last, didn't I? These are the assorted inhabitants of number 3A, 801 Northwood Avenue, San Francisco. My name's Howard West, and I've been living with this colorful group ever since my wife Amy died of typhus. That happened during the Great War, but I think this thing going on right now over there in Europe is going to give it a run for its money. 
Now, that streak that you just saw running into the kitchen, that's my daughter, Norma. Her husband, Pete, he's a pilot, an aviation mechanic. Well, he volunteered to repair airplane parts for the Allies. You know, the parts we've been sending over there, been doing it since March. Well, anyway, he's been stationed at that airbase now for almost five months. And this means that Norma certainly has her hands full taking care of all of us. My daughter Angie, she works at a bookstore. What she really wants out of life is true romance. <laughs> and of course, we always have a few neighbors hanging around the apartment here. There's Sid. He's a car salesman, retired, just tortures that violin of his all day long. And then we have Lil. She is our building maintenance supervisor. She took over her husband's job when he passed away about eight years ago. She can do things with a crescent wrench that most people can only dream about. Well, anyway, these are the players for this year's Thanksgiving. Let's eat. Well, now we know about Howard, played by Tom Stater. We're going to hear about Norma, who is played by Rachel McKinney. Norma, what is it? I was just about ready to kiss an angel. Are you trying to give me a heart attack? I'm sorry, Dad. Still working on that turkey leg, are you? Yeah, I'm just about ready to give it last rites. What are you doing down here at this hour, anyway? Uh, praying? <laughs> With Billy Skid? All right. The Shadow is Pete's favorite radio show. He never misses an episode. I... Just wanted to keep up with the stories so I could tell him when he comes home. Yeah, you're not starting to worry that he may not come home, are you? Oh, Pop, I can't even begin to figure out the world anymore. It's turned so upside down. I guess that's so, but we're still mighty lucky. The Lord is in the middle of all this, and he's going to help us to keep our balance. Is the Lord in the middle of all this? I don't see where. Nothing's turning out the way I thought it would. Yeah, we don't often get to have much of a word on how things are going to turn out. That's somebody else's job. Oh, Mama's Bible. Uh, shine the light. I can hardly get the, make out the words. It's so old and faded, you can barely read it anymore. Yeah, this old Bible saw more action during the last war than the Battle of Verdun. <laughs> I suppose I should get a new one, but, well, well, never matter. Besides, I know it by heart. Your mother used to quote it to me enough. For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory that is to be revealed to us. I really miss Mom sometimes. Yeah, I miss her, too, all the time. Oh, Pop, what could be worse than celebrating Christmas alone? Well, yeah, when you find out, be sure and let me know. You know, it's been 24 years since I've spent Christmas with the woman I thought I was going to spend every Christmas with. Each time I feel that I've put it behind me, well, then it comes back. I, I see sights. The flowers under the kitchen window, and there's her slippers chewed up by the dog, and then that handkerchief that she always used as a bookmark. 
just comes rushing back, feelings, sounds. You remember when we always used to cuddle up together on the sofa on Christmas Eve, and she'd sing in that off-key voice of hers, Silent Night. (laughs) She never could get the notes right for that second line. All is calm, all is bright. Well, (laughs) never did have a chance to sing to help Mickey learn that song, and he's learned it on his own now, and he gets the notes right. (laughs) Ah, It's not been easy, but it's getting better. I was a tough pupil, I know, but, you know, over the years, the Lord has taught me a thing or two, and that is that when we lose someone that we dearly love, and they leave this world then, and it's at Christmas time that Someone comes back into our world again. You know, I just don't think I could have made it without him. Well, I'm going back to bed. Coming? No, I think I'll sit here by myself for a while. No. Well, not by myself. No, not by yourself. Good night, sweetheart. Good night. You've just gotten your first preview of the Christmas play, I'll Be Home for Christmas, put on by the Hendrick Civic Theater. And we're going to talk with the actors and the director now. I've got some special guests in the studio with me. One of them is a returning guest. He's the director of I'll Be Home for Christmas. And uh, that's the play that we're going to be talking about. First off, how is Ryan? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for having us. So glad you could be here. I so appreciate that. You and I were talking off mic that uh, this is uh, at, at least the third, maybe even the fourth play that the Hendrick Civic Theater has uh, put on with a preview uh, from WYRZ. That's how you and I first met uh, a few years ago. Yeah. You were playing Charlie Brown, right? Yes, it was. Uh, I was Charlie Brown in A Charlie Brown Christmas. And uh, the couple of years later, I was here as a director uh, when we were doing Charlotte's Web. And then yeah. I think they also did um, a preview last year of A Christmas Story. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's exactly right. Uh, your, your memory's better than mine. So. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, so you just kind of answered my first question, which was, uh, this isn't your first directing uh, of one of, the, one of the plays. No, it's not. Um, I think this is actually my seventh show directing. Uh, probably 10th or 11th um, in the last uh, four years since I've been back to the area. Okay. And now uh, I'm digging way back in my the cobwebs of my brain, but when we did uh, the Charlie Brown Christmas, you said uh, you had been away for a while and you were just getting back into it, right? I had. I had just moved back to the area and wanted to get back into HCT. I'd done some things with them years ago when we had lived here the first time. And so uh, I, Charlie Brown was my first first effort back in getting involved and i haven't stopped since i really haven't <laughs> does it become kind of like uh, you're already anticipating the next one before the one you're working on is over oh yeah yeah the uh planning that goes into invo- into our seasons actually we're working way ahead in fact we have shows already announced through the summer of 2020 but 
we are taking submissions right now and getting ready to start planning our 2020, 2021 year. Wow. So it's a little mind boggling when you start having to think that far out in advance. Now you're on the board of the Hendrick Civic Theater, right? I am. Yeah. I've been on the board for three years now. Um, currently I'm serving as the secretary of the board and I also manage all of the social media, uh, website, email, um, kind of efforts that we do. All right. Well, let's talk a little bit about this specific play. This one's called I'll Be Home for Christmas. Uh, give us kind of a, a short version of what it's all about. Yeah, this one, this one's a, really kind of close to my heart. Um, my wife and I were both in this show in college together. Ah. And then uh, years, years later when we were married and, and living in Northern Virginia, the church we attended did this program as well, and my wife was cast in it. So we, this one has a lot of special memories uh, for us. Uh, but it's a it's a really heartwarming family story um, that centers around a family living in San Francisco in 1941. Uh, the action takes place from Thanksgiving for about a week, week two later, uh, leading up to a very dark time in our country's history right. with the attack of on Pearl Harbor. And so this is a, a neat story about how one family. Um, struggles with their faith and, and kind of uses their faith to get through, um, you know, the, the things that are happening um, to them and, and around them. Now, uh, some of the uh, the things that are going on, which uh, the folks at home don't know, but I've had a little preview of the play is close to my heart, which is you guys include things, I guess the best way of saying it is uh, the settings for your scenes, which would be some of the old radio shows going on in the background, right? Absolutely. So the whole premise of the play is you, you're, you're seeing this family in their living room, and you're also seeing what information is coming into, into them and how they get their news and how they get their entertainment, which is, of course, through radio. And um, Longstreet Playhouse is a really neat setup for this because, you know, we have the two levels of stage. So you see all of the radio parts going on in the background, and then the family's living room is right there on that lower stage um, that you get to see. So it's a really neat mix. Uh, while you're while the family is listening to this, you're seeing this uh, the radio drama and the singing going on uh, right there that you're getting to watch. Well, that's pretty cool to me. Now, let's talk a little bit about your characters. And you brought two of them uh, with you tonight. Uh, first off, if you're looking at your radio, he's on the right. It's uh, Tom Stater, <laughs> and he plays the part of Howard. Is that correct? That's correct. All right, Tom. First off, tell us a little bit about you. Well, this is my first try at acting, so... I'm very much a novice. Okay. Well, what made you decide to give this a shot? I was always interested in acting, but always too busy, I guess, and never had the right opportunity. And all of a sudden, I happened to see this on a Facebook posting. Hmm. I thought, that sounds pretty interesting. So I thought, what the heck? I might as well try to audition. At least the audition will be a new experience for me, although... I don't think I'll get any part. <laughs> well, obviously, you were incorrect. So um, what what is it that, um, I guess a, a good way of asking this is, what is it that you are finding most exciting about the play so far? <laughs> <laughs> we were just, I was just talking with Ryan about that. And I have a sister in St. Louis, and she's been in quite a few plays. And uh, so I was telling her, I said, 
you know, all that I've experienced right now is just the work of trying to memorize all these lines. And she said, oh, don't worry. Once you get past that, she said, it'll start to be fun. So <laughs> I'm sure she's right, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to place my bet on that. <laughs> Ryan, what do you think, uh, uh, Tom, what made him stand out and, and maybe made it seem like he was probably the best fit for the part of Howard? He just had uh, a great warmth about him, and as you can tell from his voice, he has got an amazing voice quality. And so, uh, I'm, was, I'm short of I'm just short of offering my job here at the radio station. So. <laughs> Not until after December. <laughs> I understand that. Now, on your radio left, we have Rachel McKinney. How is Rachel? I'm good, thank you. Good, glad to hear it. Now, uh, is this your first play? Actually, this is my fourth with Hendrix Civic. Uh, back before I had kids, I did one little comedy that we were happy if we the audience outnumbered us for. Um, <laughs> and then after 18 years of being away from it, I did um, the 25th annual Putnam County Spelling Bee last fall. Hmm. And then I had a small part in Sense and Sensibility this summer. Okay. Now, um, what about the part uh, Norma, who is your character, what is it about Norma that you like, and what do you think is uh, maybe some similarities between you and Norma? Well, we're both mothers uh, trying to cope with family and life in general, and here we have this dramatic event in the middle of the play that she's going to have to deal with, and her husband's already away, and so it's a lot to have to process and still hold everything together. Yeah. Yeah. Find yourself thinking, how am I going to hold this together sometimes? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In life, and I believe it happens to all of us, but I fully understand that. Uh, it is set in San Francisco, right, Ryan? That's right. Okay. Uh, wartime, San Francisco, and uh, Howard is a widower. Is that correct? That's correct, yes. Okay. Um, and then, of course, Rachel is his daughter. Right. And how old is is Rachel in the play? Norma in the play is... I'm sorry. Yes, Norma. Mid-30s, probably. About mid-30s. Okay. And how, how does it feel being Norma to uh, <laughs> Howard's uh, being your father? I mean, Tom being Howard, your father. Uh, and for all the folks at home, if you're confused, I'll send you a playbook <laughs> and so you can understand what I'm saying here. Character versus real person there, but... Uh, he does a really good... He's very fatherly. That's kind you know, of what he I was just, thinking. It just right, comes right through. It's very natural to let him fill in yeah. as dad. I can understand that. All right. Now, how do... I guess maybe both of you can give me an answer to this. What's it like having Ryan as a director? Put you on the spot, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, leave the room so they can answer this question. <laughs> Uh, I, and having worked with Ryan on two plays now, I can tell you, he's 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 a very good director. That he directs us all where to go, but he really lets us find our characters. He doesn't do a lot of micromanaging with with like line delivery and stuff. Yeah, he'll give you the the background for your character and then let you deal with it. I see. Kind of come up with it, feel it out, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Ryan, do you give that? Go ahead. Were you going to say something? I was going to say, um, I can answer for Tom. I'm, I'm the best director that he's ever had. <laughs> Truer words were never spoken through false or teeth, as, uh, <laughs> as the saying goes. 
Uh, is that kind of the advice that you give all the actors? And and, and, but, and maybe I should follow that up with uh, how how young does the cast go and and uh, for, uh, and how do you deal with that? Yeah, we have a we have a really nice, a really wide mix, a great mix to the to the cast. I think there's about 19 total um, in the cast. We have um, our youngest is seven, seven or eight, um, plays the the grandson, and then um, we have some older actors um, that are in the cast as well so we have a really great age uh, age range but also in terms of experience and this is what i love working with hct we we always get a great mix of veterans and um, new people Um, i think you know tom's mentioned that this is his first play but we've got a couple of other people that are in the production for their first time as well Mm. and then we've got people that have been in multiple productions just like rachel so I, i love that and i think it's a great way you know, of course, we're all volunteers, so this is all we're we're doing this just because we love it, and we're yeah. you know giving our time, and it's a great way for people um, to learn from each other, um, and I I really do think HCT has that really welcoming spirit, and I think it's a great place for um, people to get involved who who've never done anything on stage or have done multiple things, and I I, I really like that that brings people together. Yeah, uh, Tom, so far, do you feel like you'll maybe want to do another one? Well, if I'm successful, I keep kidding myself and telling my wife, I hope that they don't throw a lot of shoes and tomatoes at me. (laughs) But anyway, yeah, according to my sister in St. Louis, who does have a lot of experience acting, that uh, she says she promises me that you're going to want to do it again. So (laughs) I I do. I I look forward to it. All right. Ryan, let's remind everyone uh, where they can get more information about the play and also tickets. Absolutely. Uh, HendrickCivic.com is our website, and that's really the the place to go for information and to purchase tickets. Um, You know, our our Christmas show has become uh, kind of a tradition for a lot of people. Um, It is probably our it's our it is our biggest show that we do at Longstreet Playhouse. Uh, We have this year we're doing actually nine performances. Um, we're doing um, our first weekend is Friday, two performances Saturday, and then a Sunday matinee. And then the second weekend that we do it, um, starting on December 12th, is uh, Thursday, Friday, two Saturdays, and a Sunday matinee. So we've got nine chances um, for you to see this show. Wow. All right. And of course, if people want to know um, if there's any a chance, any chance rather that, uh, you know, you might have to add on some shows or if there's going to be any problems, they can follow you on Facebook. Uh, Hendrick Civic Theater, not Ryan. but <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Uh, we, we post a lot of information on our Facebook page. Our Christmas show does tend to sell out, so we do recommend purchasing in advance. Um, but if you do like that last-minute uh, making decisions, mm-hmm. uh, just watch our Facebook page, and we do a good job of keeping that posted about what, what's still available and which shows might still have seats available. Okay, sounds good. Ryan Thompson, he's director of I'll Be Home for Christmas. Tom Stater, he's uh, playing the part of Howard. And Rachel McKinney is playing the part of Norma. And there's a lot more in the cast as well as, like I said, lots of great stuff going on in the background. And it just fits perfect with uh, radio here at WYRZ. want to thank the three of you for being our guest today. Thank you. I'll be Oh
program you have just heard has been made possible by a grant from Smithville. More information can be found at smithville.com and is partially underwritten by Vornholt and Associates. They're located at 170 North Perry Road in Plainfield, and their phone number is 317-996-7767.